you know, unfortunately, for since I've been here, it seems like, you know, we're always kind of limping into the postseason. And uh, this year is no different. But, uh, you know, hopefully we can get some of these guys back here. Uh, you know, 24, Jordy, uh, you know, Devontae, shoot, who, I mean, whoever else is on the injury report, which is a long one. But, you know, we really trust the guys next to us as well as that kind of, you know, next man up, you know, mantra. Yeah, it's been that way for a, a number of weeks here. The Packers going into Atlanta a little bit beat up like they were going into Dallas about a week ago. Packers linebacker Clay Matthews still dealing with a shoulder issue that will, I think we'll find out here, Jeff, will require surgery uh, at the end of the season, uh, whenever that is for the Packers. You're kind of gutting through it, you can tell, yeah. with Clay, And uh, you need him on the field. You've seen enough big plays made where you understand the importance, but you, you know he's not 100%. No, and, and he hasn't been, and as you point out, I mean, he's not going to be until he has the offseason surgery. And, you know, there was a while in there where he was just limited, and you just weren't going to get a lot out of him. You know, he's just playing through it. By the way, nice uh, Madden 2002 music there. Uh, was, that, was that what that was? Well done there, big time. Okay. Uh, in Atlanta, I'm sure they're trying to figure out ways to stop the Green Bay Packers, much the same way the Packers are trying to figure out how to stop the Falcons, those dirty birds down in Atlanta. And flying among the coop is uh, our own uh, Lance Allen from today's TMJ4. Hey, Lance. Yes, I have flown the coop, gentlemen. How are you guys? Hey, doing well. So uh, how long have you been down there? Two, three weeks? Uh, yeah, pretty much. We had to plant the flag on Wednesday. So I uh, talked to everybody from Julio Jones to Matt Ryan to uh, Dan Quinn to try to get the pulse on what's going on down here. And so what is the pulse for Julio? We know he's a little bit beat up. He was in and out of that game against Seattle. Hasn't practiced at all this week. Yeah, basically they are still with the mantra and the tone of, hey, they they wanted to save him today, didn't want him to practice with that toe injury. They still claim that he has a full go tomorrow. But I did think it was very revealing what Dan Quinn said today, that basically they want to get him at whatever his best will be, essentially, on game day, which to me means he's hurt, he's not going to be 100%, but they're just basically trying to make sure that going into the game, and, and this is the way Dan Quinn said it, Going into the game, he's going to be at his freshest and best. Now, as the game goes on, will it be like the game during the regular season where he had to drop out in the second quarter or last week where he had to drop out and it seems to be a recurring injury and a recurring problem for him. So that is, there is some concern on that. All right, let's get to the real story, Lance. How many of those Crystal Burgers have you had since you've been down there? <laughs> Zero, man. You know, I'm trying to watch my... Uh, physique and try to be like the freak. Uh, you know, I, I know Greg is the natural athlete in the building, so I'm trying to keep up with him, man. So I'm trying to stay away from that stuff. All right, fair enough. Aaron Rodgers in the first meeting between these two teams had four touchdowns, and, and back then it was like, well, this offense is still sort of finding their way, and, and now obviously they've been on point for a long time here. So the level of concern that Atlanta has going up against Aaron Rodgers again? I, I think it's pretty legit. I mean, they know how explosive and how good he is. It could be a lot like last week where it comes down to whoever has the ball last wins this thing. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, even though Atlanta is the top-scoring offense in the NFL and they are extremely explosive, I, I, yeah, I, I think they have legit respect for Aaron Rodgers and just kind of listening to what Matt Ryan says when he's you know watching the other quarterback, when he's watching Aaron Rodgers, he knows that he can make plays that, quite frankly, a lot of other guys can't make. You know, Lance, as this week unfolds here, I know the injury report is somewhat uh, short here for the Falcons, pretty long for the Packers. Hasn't really seemed to bother the Packers the last several weeks. And and we always talk about, okay, it's a rematch of what happened earlier in the season, and boy, both teams are so much different. Are the Falcons really that much different than they were during the regular season? 
Well, here's the one thing that is different. And, you know, you kind of get into it, get into it, you're looking at stuff. And at first I'm like, boy, you know, the Packers had so many guys. I think I tweeted it out earlier this week, and you guys saw it, that they had legitimately of their seven guys that were inactive, six of them were starters. Rollins, Randall, Clay, Cobb, I'm going to miss somebody. And, you know, Starks is the only guy on that list that's not going to play in this game uh, or, or, or not a legitimate, you know, a, a starter for this contest. And, you know, yeah, you're, you're right that, that they've been relatively healthy of late. But the one thing that if the Falcons hang their hat on and they didn't have in the last game was Tevin Coleman was inactive. And that, that, that is a big weapon for them. They consider it to be kind of the new thunder and lightning, you know, the old thunder and lightning with Warwick Dunn and Mike Allstott. They, they think that with Tevin Coleman and Devontae Freeman kind of going in and out and mixing it up with those guys, that they really have something there. And there is something to be said for that because they have they bring different things to the table, uh, and it's very hard to defense, especially when you've got Julio Jones doing his thing and then Taylor Gabriel kind of coming in there, playing out of the slot, and, and really being that guy to stretch the field. I know you're, you're in Atlanta, so you haven't had a chance to, to really get what the feeling is in Green Bay, but on the injury report, Jordy Nelson is, is limited. Um, Adams and Allison have not practiced. What, what is your concern here with that wide receiving core? I mean, it's obviously held up, but you, know, you do get to that point where you just start to run out of able-bodied wide receivers. Where's your level of concern for the Packers' offense at the depth of wide receiver? Yeah, I, I think that's a that's a great point, Jeff. That you really got to be a little bit concerned. You know, who what are you going to get out of if if Jordy Nelson plays? What are you going to get out of him? Devontae Adams. You know, in a game where speed and cutting is key on the turf down here. You know, how much will that ankle hold up? What can you get out of him? Geronimo Allison. Same thing. You got to have at least some legitimate weapons to go to. Now, the last game, Randall Cobb didn't play. Randall Cobb has played well of late. That's a plus on the Packers side. And the same thing with Jared Cook. You know, Jared Cook did not play in the previous game against the Falcons. This time he will, and I think he has proven to be a legit weapon, and that's the reason why they had a lot of their, you know, training camp practices geared to game plan for him. Uh, I think he'll be a big factor as well because I think the Falcons will still have a, a matchup problem there but you still need some other guys in the perimeter to stretch the field. You know, Lance, what are you noticing in the locker room? I mean, this is somewhat new territory here for the Falcons. Mike McCarthy, the Packers, they've been through this before. They know this week kind of ramps up with the NFL taking a little more control. There's more media obligations. Things are a little more structured than usual, given the NFL's influence. You know, Dan Quinn and the Falcons really haven't been in this position before, so what's the feeling like as you uh, put yourself around the team? I, I think they're trying to play... The part. I mean, I, I do think that Matt Ryan is a little more experienced and a little better than what he was five years ago when he threw that pick right before halftime, the pick six to Tremont Williams. Uh, it seems like he's playing at a whole different level, seeing the game differently, you know, playing even more smarter than he was before. But Julio Jones, I thought, said something really revealing today that when they were in the NFC Championship game four years ago against the 49ers, quite frankly, they were just happy to be there. And, yeah, the, the history and the litany of Atlanta train wrecks in the playoffs is a long one. Uh, they kind of have that label, that choker label, so to speak. Um, and they're trying to say that now we are a great team. We're believing it. We feel like we're not just happy to be here, that we are legitimately great. And they're trying to tell themselves that. Let's see if it plays out on Sunday. He is in Atlanta. Check him out tonight on the 10 o'clock news with reports throughout that half hour of programming on today's TMJ4. Our good friend Lance Allen. Appreciate your time, Lance. Enjoy the time in the ATL, yo. <laughs> We're going to try to keep it sane down here. And yet, our piece tonight is on Jake Matthews. Is it the true family feud? 
as he may have to go up against Cousin Clay from time to time. So that's our piece tonight at 10. Check yeah, it out. No, very good stuff. Lance, uh, always uh, great to talk to you, and have a great time down in Atlanta. No problem. Thanks, guys.